Thank you so much for clicking on the link and welcome to episode one. Actually, <laughs> if the truth be told, <laughs> unfortunately, episode one actually had to be deleted because um, I'm new to this kind of like trying to do a podcast thing and I listened back to episode one and it was an absolute shambles. Um, so those of you that know me that are prone to, I'm prone to laughing a little bit and it was unpalatable and very unprofessional. <laughs> so um, I've decided to delete episode one and make a new episode one. Um, the first one was about stories about golf coaching and getting into golf and when I turn pro. I will do that at some point. I just need to perhaps get better at learning how to um, control myself in a more professional manner. So I'm going to do a sensible one for episode one instead of what I was originally planning. Okay, so I thought I could maybe just try and add a little bit of value, something that you can do to practice to get better at your golf by way of a little bit of a story. Not so much a story, actually. Um, give you an idea of maybe one of the drills that I use in some of my coaching sessions to get people better um, at their chipping. Now, that doesn't mean they're going to get better at chipping in terms of their technique, but actually the results of getting the ball much, much closer to the hole, okay? So what I would do invariably with a golfer that is chipping the ball relatively quite nicely in terms of their strike, but doesn't have any mastery over the distance control, um, is get somebody to chip maybe 10 balls to a flag and... Um, then take them over to where the balls are and then think, right, okay, have a look at the radius of these golf balls and kind of see where the furthest ones are away and kind of imagine if you cast a net over those, how big that circle might be, okay? So invariably, if somebody's struggling, that circle might be quite big, okay? So one of the biggest things with your development of your chipping is to have the like laser-like focus of the intent of the goal shot for your landing point. So this is where in my sessions, what I would do is I would monitor the golfer and try and work out where like the optimum place for them to land it with their club. Let's say they're chipping with a sand wedge. I might monitor their um, ideal land point, let's say. And what I would do is I would retrieve from my pocket a crisp, 50 pound note, <laughs> but well, or, or, or maybe a 20 pound note. I'm not saying that I walk around with 50 pound notes in my pocket all the time. Maybe a 20 pound note, but let's say a 50. There's a little bit more dramatic effect with the 50 pound note. So I would place that 50 pound note down on the green at the point where it would be useful to land the golf ball if the ball was to end up by the hole with the rollout. Then what I would do is I would grab a pound coin and I would put it on top, strategically placed on top of the 50 pound note with the head facing upwards. And then what I would say to that golfer, I said, right, what I want you to do is use that same club. I want you to land the ball onto that pound coin. I want you to flip it with the golf ball from a head into a tail. And most people would obviously look at you like um, you're on drugs. <laughs> if, you were, <laughs> if you were gonna try and get them to do something like that, because that is obviously a very, very, tall order okay but the interesting thing about that is if that golfer then has 10 goes at it 50 pounds is enough value for them to seek um sort of value in at least having a go at doing it okay so with the idea of trying to flip that pound coin their focus shifts dramatically from the overall target of the flag to solely into the land point in a very very specific task and what you would soon see is if anybody watching would notice that those golf balls will land very very close to that pound coin sometimes hit the pound coin maybe even not the pound coin off of the 50 pound note now flipping it is obviously going to be very difficult and i've done this drill a few times and nobody is yet to flip it but everyone has a good go and almost well i say almost every golfer every single golfer when you then drag them over to where those golf balls have finally rested and imagine um casting that net 
over those 10 golf balls, that dispersion of those golf balls has dramatically shrunk to a much, much smaller circle. And because I was strategic about the placement of that 50 pound now, e.g. that was a good land point for the club that was in hand, those golf balls invariably will end up right by the hole. And it's not until afterwards that the golfer notices that those balls are actually nestled up nicely to the hole. Um, and that is all because of the intent of the shot it was so, so high and so specific. And the golfer was thinking much, much, much more about something that they're in control of, which is that flight of the golf ball to a certain land point rather than trying to kind of hit to a target, let's say. So how is that helpful to you? Well, you could <laughs> make a little bargain with yourself. I don't know, spend 50 quid on something. I don't know. But the idea being that if you have that kind of um, focus of your land point, um, you can improve your chipping. So why don't you go out and put something on the green, say four or five paces on, it could be a scorecard, for example, um, and see how the balls, balls roll out um, with your sand wedge, for example. So try and land them onto the scorecard, see how the balls roll out. Then maybe try and pick a land point, use the scorecard in a position where um, if the balls, balls were to... <laughs> <laughs> if, <laughs> if the balls were to be able to kind of like roll out from that land point, would they end up near the flag? So that's a good idea because then you can then sort of monitor maybe a little bit of the ratio of the flight of the ball versus the roll. And then it's sort of the, um, the limits of this are endless. You can change that card position, you can change your club, you can change your distance from the green. But the purpose of it is, is could you get really, really good at landing your ball in a specific area um, versus trying to just simply look at your target and chip it on the green and hope that the puck goes in. Hey, I hope that's useful. That was a pretty sensible episode number one. Episode number two will invariably attempt to be episode number one if I can control myself. Thanks for listening.